Welcome to Alternative Talk, where we focus on real life, everyday people who are positively affected by cannabis. We'll be speaking to patients, advocates, and professionals keeping you informed on the latest trends and advancements in the medical cannabis industry, bringing quality of living to life. Real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis. Now, here's the host of Alternative Talk, Bear Saval. Hey, 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 everybody. Thank you for listening. It's truly a blessing. I'm your host, Bear, with Alternative Talk. Today, we got a special guest, dear friend. You know, someone from the Illinois medical cannabis industry. Uh, Illinois is my home state. You know, so big uh, props to Illinois for what's, you know, the medical uh, program. Uh, we have Kirsten Velasco on the show today. How are you doing, Kirsten? I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on. A- anytime I can talk about cannabis, I'm there. Absolutely. I know. I see you. I just saw you a couple of days ago, right? We saw you a couple of days ago, the girls and I. They're actually here today as well. Uh, they're, they're there for the this it was good to see them we had a good time that night absolutely it was fun to be out and do the all the networking events i know that you're like me bear and you have that fire inside you where you feel like you have to go to everything because you know that all those opportunities are out there in the industry we have a lot of work to do so that there'll be more opportunities in the industry but that's what my work is all about absolutely and you and i always tell you you always have my vote and i truly mean that because you know i look up to you like a mentor and you know, it's always a beautiful thing seeing someone so passionate about what they do, you know, and that's why you're on the show today. So Kirsten, let me ask you, I mean, everyone's going to want to know, who are you? What do you do with, you know, why you do this? Like, what were you doing before you you got into the industry? I mean, if anybody was walking down the street, I mean, they would never look and say, hey, you know, um, Kirsten probably is in the medical cannabis industry. No, it's not like that anymore. You know, I see you as a professional, you know, and I will see you as anybody walking down the streets, right? There's no assumptions of any kind of um, terms. Um, but who are you? And I mean, what were you doing before you came into the industry? I mean, what was your life all about before this? Okay, well, I am a stay-at-home mom, but I'm a 30-year veteran hairstylist and master colorist. And when it dawned on me that I had been doing that for 30 years, I was like, oh, wow, you know, it's like the old guy getting the retirement watch. (laughs) And I'm like, well, I've got a lot of life to live. And just at the same time, my niece was saying, oh, the medical cannabis program is going to be signed into law. And I was like, I can't believe Illinois has gone to the trouble to make access to medical cannabis. It's just such a huge legislative burden. So to find out that that happened, I turned all my attention toward that and finding out everything about the medicine and the law here in Illinois, it's almost like something just grabs you and you find out how important this is for people to find out the safety and effectiveness of cannabis as a medicine. And I just went down the rabbit hole. I know you know what I'm talking about. You can't get enough. You're on the Facebook all the time. You're researching. I go to different conferences every chance I can. But what really happened is that I got hooked up with a, an organization called Illinois Women in Cannabis. And the focus of the founder's intention is, wow, this is an opportunity for women to have a 50% representation in a new industry where they don't have to fight to make their way in in other industries. 
So no glass ceiling for women. So that was her sole focus. And I am a hundred percent on board with that because women are the majority of decision makers in the home when it comes to healthcare. But what I had in my mind is that it doesn't really matter what kind of organization you have. If people don't know about this and accept this as a medicine, we're not going to be going very far, very fast. And even the legislation was built. So everything I think about with the legislation, I felt like the seeds of its destruction were sown into it. So just to start with like the restrictions on marketing and advertising and then go over to the patients, the fingerprinting involved in the application process. Then what I felt was a huge disconnect was that we didn't inform the physicians in Illinois that this was happening. Sure, there was a lot of doctors and lawyers involved in forging the law, but the other license holders in the state, physicians, who could sign these certification forms had no official notification of their role in the program. So I felt like those were some fundamental things that just laid the groundwork for it to be a mountainous, mountainous challenge. And lo and behold, you know, I I think that's important with the education with the physicians as well. Um, And only reason why, and I I apologize to interrupt you with that because I think it's really important why is because like a, a friend of mine that's in the health industry, right? The, you know, she's she's a nurse, and she had referred somebody, you know, to us, you know, to for a product at Alternative Vibes, and I had mentioned to her, I said, hey, you know, of course you know where I'm gonna lead her to, to one of the events by Illinois Women of Cannabis, and um, but I mentioned to her, I said, hey, you know, m- maybe are you interested in learning a little bit more because instead of you referring me you know, business or a customer or a patient, whatever it is, but you're in the industry, you're helping individuals, you know, working these long, you know, um, hours in the hospitals, you know, so what happens if you do have a, a patient that has a question about alternative, about CBD, it's going to come up one day, it will, you know, that's the thing is many physicians are not prepared for that, you know, and I do apologize. So I just wanted to add that in there, you know, that is very important. No, no I, I really love your point And I feel like your point is that I'm feeling is that there is a professional responsibility, whether you're a nurse or a physician Mm -hmm. to say, wow, you mean patients have access to this new medicine? Let me go find out about it. Yes. But really this ties in so closely to the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing. And we'll get back to what exactly I'm doing here in a second is that prior to a doctor being a doctor, he was just a person prior to a police officer being a police officer. They were just a, person and we were all marinated in this cultural affliction that is cannabis is bad. It's bad for you and you'll go to jail and you'll ruin your life. So being marinated in that for a lifetime and then adding onto it, those professions, it gives them the very, very quick judgment to immediately dismiss that. There's another thing with physicians and Maybe if you want to get into that at the, at the next break, we can do that. But what I want to let you know, what I'm actually doing out in the industry is constantly doing everything I can to get invited to speak to groups. So I have been very lucky to have two invitations to UIC recently, the Naperville Area Chamber of Commerce. So I did a completely different, more business-oriented presentation for them. 
and I've done a lot of support groups. So anywhere and everywhere, including libraries, and this has just been a wonderful opportunity. I think that people don't realize that libraries typically have a program director and if a resident goes in and says, hey, you know what? I heard that other neighborhoods in the area are getting educated on this new medical cannabis program. I'd like to have that here at my library. That will stimulate that library program director to look into inviting a person in to give a program. And when they're, a person is invited in, like I have been, it's been wonderful, the library adds that to their program guide. They sometimes put it in the local newspaper. They sometimes uh, advertise it on their website. So it's wonderful to have that public reach and public support and a safe public environment that people can come and learn about medical cannabis. So that's what I've been doing. I've turned it away and I've done uh, somewhere between 60 and 70 presentations. And we've got some, you know, important events coming up and we're hoping that we will get a full industry support to do a broader reach because what can I do when I just put my one drop in the water? But if we all collectively come together and do what I'm doing only multiplied times a hundred, then it'll be that much quicker that we can get out this message of the safety and effectiveness of cannabis as medicine. Absolutely. Is it time to take a break? Absolutely. Uh, We are getting close to taking a break. Um, but you know, you bring up a great point. I mean, it's, it's about education, you know, it's about reaching out. How can we not just be a single drop, but together we can come, you know, become not just the rain drops, but the thunderstorm, right. That's going to go out and, you know, share, but you know, we're going to be different. You know, we're going to share the education, the love, the compassionate care of the community. Um, you know, and that's, that's so grateful for you, you know, where, where you, we have an individual like you. You know, going from a stay-at-home mom hairstylist to this powerful uh, individual in the industry, you know, representing Illinois Women in Cannabis, you know, but we're going to go ahead and take a break. And we come back, let's go ahead and, you know, let's try to uh, tone in on uh, how beginners can, you know, possibly go about learning more about the Illinois Medical Cannabis Pilot Program. So uh, let's go ahead and take a break. More real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis on Alternative Talk when we return. Running a successful cannabis business isn't easy. Successful businesses need to have strong people to achieve long-term results. At Live Advisors, we believe people are the heart of business, and training people can help you infinitely grow your business. Learn more about our offerings at liveadvisors.com. Hi, I'm Montel Williams. Most of you know me as a talk show host, but I'm also an author, actor, single father of four, avid snowboarder, and I'm also a medical marijuana patient. Living with multiple sclerosis, I'm in pain every day. Medical marijuana is my last resort, and it helps me when all other drugs have failed. If you'd like more information about medical marijuana, you can contact the Marijuana Policy Project at mpp.org or call 1-877-JOIN-MPP. Are you disturbed by the prescription medication commercials on television and their endless list of side effects? They go on and on and you end up having to take multiple pills to counteract the problems caused by the first pill. It never ends. Have you looked into CBD as a more natural option? 
At Saturn Ranch, we produce all-natural CBD topicals and THC-infused edibles. Premium lab-tested hemp-derived CBD is the most important ingredient in our products. From topical balms, salt scrubs, bath-soaking salts to tinctures and edibles, you're sure to find something to help. Family-owned and operated, we at Saturn Ranch believe in and use our products daily. Don't put anything on your body that you wouldn't put in your body. SaturnRanch.com Bringing quality of living to life. Welcome back to Alternative Talk, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, welcome back. Thank you, everybody that's been tuning in. And for those that are just, you know, um, getting on the uh, on the show, you know, just tuning in, we have Kirsten Velasco from Illinois Woman Cannabis. You know, we have someone that uh, went from being a stay-at-home mom, stylist, you know, being to a strong advocate in a communities. You know, this is something that she's going to help so many by having her visions and the missions that she's on, continuously sharing and educating the community. Kirsten, before we went on the show, you know, I mentioned that, uh, you know, about beginners, you know, how, how is someone that's never smoked cannabis or consumed cannabis in any kind of way or even the knowledge of cannabis? Maybe they heard the word but never seen or anything about it. Um, how could you help someone like myself or in any individual to, to feel more comfortable to reach out and who, who to reach out to? Well, there's two big hit, uh, hurdles for the beginners. Number one is to even learn about cannabis and its benefits. Then we have another hurdle of a person getting through that application process in Illinois. So after that, what we is there's a lot of people who have had no experience. I think the statistics is about 22 to 23% who have no experience with cannabis in our Illinois program. And I feel like there might be a learning curve for them that is so dramatic that it's hard to adapt. And it's only for those who are really determined and who really stick with it that they get through that gap. Now, I've got some solutions in my mind Um, And what I want to illustrate is that typically a person who turns to medical cannabis has had a extensive amount of disease progression. So they're very used to going to the physician, the physician gives a diagnosis, then the physician does the prescription, says what the dosage is, and then the patient goes home and follows that regimen. So when a patient gets educated to medical cannabis, they eventually get this idea that we're like, wait, I'm responsible for dosing this. So it's very uh, intimidating. There's a lot of apprehension involved. So I would always say that, let's say a very first experience would be, let's start off even with a salve. If you have a localized area of pain, like with arthritis, a patient could start off with just a salve to see if that would relieve some pain and inflammation in one area. And just having a one positive experience right out of the gate, super important, will help the patient to feel like, oh, wow, so in this little plant, I've got a lot of options that I can investigate to see what I can make it do for me. And after a patient has been through so much, they're either in maybe two moods. One where they're like, I can't take it. I've been through too much. And number two, they're like, I've been through everything. I'm so used to this. I'll do it. So uh, let's say a salve would be a good 
introduction for someone that has no experience. Then something else that would be nice, and this is available, is a tincture. So it's an oil or something in an alcohol base where they can just dose it by the drop and do it sublingually. And this is such an easy way for them to get an introductory experience and to dial in that CBD to THC ratio that they find addresses their issues the best. Uh, To think about sending a patient home with dried flour, I can see them going home with that and being like, I have no idea what this is, what to do with it. And on top of that, I feel a little bit like a drug addict (laughs) because in their mind, they have all this visual stimulus where it's like, oh, we roll our own joints and, you know, it's tied to an illegal black market subculture. So there's another approach that a patient could do is to have a really small amount of oil extracted where they can actually put that little tiny bit into a rice paper and tuck it into into their cheek. And this is another sublingual approach that's done with a really tiny dose. But anything that makes the whole thing as simple and easy to dose as possible. And I think once a patient starts to have positive effects, it brings up their enthusiasm. Uh, There's another story I want to tell about a Parkinson's patient at a support group. And he and his wife were there and I gave my whole presentation. And at the end, he raised his hand real politely and said, I'm already in the program. I already have a card. And everybody was like, oh, my goodness, what? Tell us everything about it. And really, the wife started to speak up because she's the caregiver. And she said, oh, my goodness, he, his face has, is brightened up and it's not as droopy. <clears throat> his gait, the way he walks is a lot more smooth and reliable. And he sleeps now at night instead of constantly dozing off during the day. So this is obviously someone who had never had cannabis before. Mm. And we said, well, what are you doing? What's, you know, what, how did you figure, you know, you know, she goes, oh, well, they have gummy bears and gummy bears. They're just so gentle and feel so manageable and familiar. And she says he uses a one-to-one ratio. So one part CBD, one part THC. And he cuts the gummy bear into quarters and takes two a day, one in the beginning of the day, one at the end, end of the day. And he says, oh, if I'm not feeling well, I'll take that third little quarter. Mm-hmm. So imagine how wonderful it is for him. So it's like a process of microdosing. What? Like micros, he's basically microdosaging in smaller amounts. Yes, yes. And he's getting wonderful response. So mm-hmm. because he used that start low, go slow approach, it probably didn't take him long. And plus he had this very simple gummy bear. It probably didn't take him long to adapt to that, uh, a nice, even, reliable dose. So even psychologically for him, being a senior and being used to the typical dosage of a pharmaceutical, he felt really comfortable knowing that every day he could take one in the morning and one at night of that little gummy bear. And it felt really easy for him to adapt. So there's a lot to be said for really being able to identify, let's say on a scale with a patient, maybe zero would be absolutely no experience with cannabis. And then there's 10. Of of course, those people would be able to make their own choices. But then on that other scale would be is the pain inflammatory or is the pain neurological? 
or the symptoms a neurological pain. So that gives another graph to try to dial in two really important things. So it's, it's another application for where my profession previously applies to this, where it was my job to make people feel comfortable right away. And what I was doing was assessing their personality without even realizing it. So it applies to this where their personality has a great influence on how they will adapt and what their preferred regimen or protocols will be. Mm -hmm. So do you see how that, that consulting and that adaptation, I feel like if we had a lot more ease of adaptation set up for those patients, then we would have a lot better opportunity of really seeing results because I'm sure there's at least 20% of those new patients who are like, oh, I tried it and it didn't work. And I just, right. you know, they get discouraged right away, especially if they don't have a good experience. Right. Especially so if I feel it, like that's like my. They, they don't feel it. And then they're like, oh, it's not working. Right. 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 And then there's, it's, it's funny, the pressure that is put on cannabis is this, you know, I feel like it's a miracle panacea. I want everybody to feel fantastic right away. But I think that it's a, asking a little too much to expect instantaneous results like that when there's all that dialing in of the customization. Mm-hmm. And also, I think that with many, many pharmaceuticals, it's like, hey, take it for six weeks, then we'll decide how it really makes you right. feel. So much can happen in one day, right? So yeah, I mean, with all and that, this is the medicine, just... it's dosed from hour to hour. You know, yeah, if you're going to go yeah. to bed, you want to be able to have one, th- one thing. And then, you know, if you're getting up and ready to start your day, you might eat another. So there's, it's just such an opposite. It's, it's, it's like a gallery of options mm-hmm. when they're and, so and, used know, to having no options and being absolutely. given a strict regimen. So identifying that personality or character and being able to give them really easy options, I think would be really fundamental to that getting those people the benefits that they're seeking. Yes. And and there you go. I mean, this is what I want listeners, you you know, you guys that are listening in, I mean, if if, whether you're a beginner and, you know, we heard a couple of times within the few minutes was, you know, senior citizens, right? Because when I do, I'm a caregiver as well. And when we go to the dispensary, I see that there were more, you know, patients that were in ages, you know, um, 40, 50, 60, right? And it, it was it was surprising to me at first because on the medical side, you know, that's what we want communities to know and to feel comfortable with, that if you're a beginner, you have someone like Kirsten Velasco here, um, you know, or, 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 you know, a physician, right, or dispensaries, you know, but the state of Illinois is working really hard to make the program work. I mean, individuals like Kirsten, um, so, but we're going to take a break and when we come back, we're going to learn a little bit more of how, you know, speaking of the medical side, how things are going to change in Illinois when, you know, what's going on with recreational. So I think a lot of people is going to be very interested in hearing a little bit about that. So let's take a break. More real stories from real people spreading the real truth about cannabis on Alternative Talk when we return. 
Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest-growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories, ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC. Symbol MCIG. Introducing Blue Moon CBD straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com Bringing quality of living to life. Welcome back to Alternative Talk, only on CannabisRadio.com. All right, folks. Uh, thank you for uh, tuning in on the show. Uh, we got a few minutes left of the last segment of the show. And what I'd like to bring attention to is here our special guest, Kirsten Velasco. Uh, so many changes within the little time that we've been given. We had the opportunities to uh, you know, hear her speak, hear her stories, her experience how she's going to help change this industry. Uh, Kirsten, thank you for being on the show. So it is a complete blessing, and I'm truly grateful to, to one, even if I was to be considered as a friend of yours or a fellow peer, uh, a mentor that you know I'm looking up to. So I thank you. Uh, but I want, before we end the show, and I want the, the listeners to know is where can I go? Where can I learn more, right? But uh, real quick, this recreational, what's going on? I mean, a lot of people's probably salivating over this recreational, right? Filling this market uh, gap. So, I mean, we went to the events. We saw, uh, what is it, uh, um, venture capitalists, uh, individuals that was really motivated about the, the industry and, and trying to learn more. What do you have to say about all that? Well, I am running as fast as I can toward recreational. I support that 100% just from social justice aspect. But there's a lot of urgency that I have because, sure, it's considered an inevitability. But what we're doing when we jump to recreational is psychologically tagging it as a vice. Recreational cannabis, you have to be 21. You can only buy so much. It has to be lots of rules and reg reg regulations on the dispensaries. So having it come out as recreational forever psychologically connects it to cigarettes, alcohol, gambling, et cetera, other vices. That's why I work so hard because I feel like once we get that 
excitement and the money flowing and the business opportunities and the employment going, all of the energy will be focused on that. And we will miss out on getting the news to people who may have just had a brain injury or they just got diagnosed with something bad. And what they will not hear is that medical cannabis is great as a first line therapy. Why would that patient go through every single option that the traditional medical industry has without incorporating cannabis as a complementary therapy? So in so, a sense, you're like saying, Hey, if we went recreational, look, someone's not going to spend the time, the effort, the financial that they, some, and as you know, that my, many, they can't even afford to get their medical card and they qualify. So in a sense, it's sort of like saying, hey, let's regulate everything. Let's make it recreational because for that parent or for that individual that could be never smoked cannabis ever until, you know, he or she was in college at 21, 22 because had a late test and like, hey, you know what? Instead of me taking this, uh, caffeine pill here what if i try a little sativa strain like right sour diesel right whatever it is right. that, when uh someone that's going to advise or recommend them and, and, and someone can actually say hey that joint lasted me all semester because actually i heard that from somebody but i won't say who but they did say i went to college <laughs> and um i went through all of college and my roommate or my uh dorm and i we went through a whole joint because we needed just a puff and we actually just studied in the room. And I can say that he's very, you know, uh, successful. Um, you know, but I mean, that, that's great. I mean, that's so many things. I mean, the recreational, I mean, it, it that's why you have my vote, Kirsten. I, I, I you know, it, it's, it's amazing that you are continuously pushing and I hope that many listeners will find out and learn and be willing to learn. So with that being said, we're, you know, we're closing out of the show. Now, if anybody's listening on the show today, I mean, how can we get, you know, information? How can we reach out? How can we learn more, you know, about? The, the best organization in Illinois for the Illinois program is a Facebook group called Illinois Medical Cannabis Community. They have a page and then there's a way to, click through so that you can get into the closed group. And in there, it is just a garden of wonderful, supportive people who share their experiences. And when a new person comes on, everybody answers their questions. And it's, I think there's probably a lot of doctors, legislators, people who are in the industry who hover in there to get feedback about what patients' experiences are. So even if you just like to hover and see what's going on, it's wonderful to hear the stories of people who get to say, hey, I got my card today, or the patient who says, I'm off all my pharmaceuticals and I uh, have lost weight and, and I'm, I've gone back to my, a, a life I never thought I'd have. So that is a wonderful place from the privacy of your home, own home where you can find out so much about the program. There's links to application guides, the rules. And if there's any question that's oddball, there's somebody in there who can answer it for you. Yes. And I see that there's a lot of professionals from the industry that's volunteering a lot of the time to help out. You know, these in individuals, you know, could be, like you said, physicians that are learning, but yet soon there'll be, you know, some of the very few to start beginning to help educate 
uh, with medical cannabis. As we know, you know, there's um, doctors and physicians that uh, you know you work closely with or networked with uh, that are for medical cannabis because many will say, you know, to a patient, "Hey, I'm sorry, but it's still illegal, right?" But over time, right. through education and through the uh, you know uh, commitment that you and your family, because I know I see your husband there, I you know I commend him because. I know it's a sacrifice because myself as well, our family, you know, we're committed to this, to doing what's right to help patients and help, you know, people we care about, you know, as, as caregivers or as family members, like someone like my parents that would be considered as a beginner into cannabis, that would never smoke cannabis, you know. Right. So, I mean, it, it's a beautiful thing. So Yeah, what, having having this knowledge is a moral obligation to share this with people so that they don't suffer for one minute longer than they need to. Absolutely. Absolutely. And time is something that we cannot control. Right. So, um, so with that being said, what is there, is there anything that you like to close out any shout outs? What, what is your message? What is your mission? I mean, if this is something that if somebody was to hear or everybody was to listen right now, what would it be? What would it be from Ms. Velasco that would just, you know, send us off in the right direction? We have to normalize the cannabis conversation, and the only way to do that is to open up your mouth and say, wow, did you know that cannabis is an anti-inflammatory? Or, wow, people are getting a lot of benefit from pain management. It's not as dangerous as we thought it was. There's a lot of scary steps that people have to take to open up their mouth and say the word cannabis out loud because, you know, even when I started this, I was like, so I want to say you've got to open up your mouth and you'll be yes. surprised when you do. Someone else will come in and say, hey, I know somebody who had benefits, too, and they feel relieved to know that they can talk about it openly. So it's a wonderful way to just normalize the conversation. Yes. And there you go. I mean, there you have it, folks. Right. I mean, speak about it. Talk about it. Ask your doctor. Bring it up. Ask the nurse. Talk about it with everyone. Share the knowledge. So with that being said, Kirsten Velasco, um, you know, we we thank you. We appreciate it. You know, we're blessed to have you on the show today. Uh, we do have to end it for those that are listening in that wants to tune on some more uh, tune in and listen to uh, on more on the show. Uh, go to Alternative Talk on Facebook. Also visit us at AlternativeVibes.com. Listen to us at CannabisRadio.com. And also, you know, check out Illinois Women Cannabis. Look Kirsten Velasco up in in. in you know, like I said, it, it, it's a special thing and we are in the right direction. So everybody, thank you so much for tuning in and we'll see you in the next show. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.